What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Red Cup Report. We hope that you guys are all having a fantastic day so far. For the next 45 minutes to an hour, we will do everything in our power to make sure that it's an entertaining one for you. We'll get right into the picks for this week. Let's hop right into things. Week 13 slate. Another brutal week. Not a lot of good games. <laughs> Getting ready for rivalry week. Get it. Next week is very, very good. This week, we got like two good games. Uh, first one, Penn State at Ohio State. Ohio State's the 18-point favorite, despite Penn State being 9-1. and one. Uh, Things that stick out to me in this matchup, I like Ohio State to win by double digits, but 18 just seems like way too much. Check the radar. It's going to rain a ton. It's a noon game. Ohio State probably has the best running game in the country. Penn State has one of the best run defenses. Something's got, something's got to give. I don't like this to be a blowout, but I think Penn State's going to cover here. I actually think Ohio State's going to destroy Penn State. I don't think this needed to be close. Chase Young's coming back, and with the ability that like you're not going to be able to do deep throws or really do anything like creative with the offense with the rain and stuff, it's going to be a lot of talent versus talent, and you're getting the most talented player off a two-week break or three-week break. Uh, he's going to be fresh. He's going to be pissed off. I think he's going to come out killing everybody. He's going to have a big big turnover in this game, maybe two. I expect Ohio State to win by 18 at least. Oklahoma State at West Virginia, plus Wee. seven. Another game are supposed to rain. East Coast is getting hit. Oklahoma State's ranked 21, 7-3 on the season. I understand that. But W has an offense. We've had a defense all year. OK State has the worst defense in the conference. Spencer Saunders and Tyler Wallace are out for the year. Saunders got announced today. And we get seven points at home. I like W to cover, maybe even sprinkle the plus 205 money line. This seems like we just won our biggest game of the year. I think we can keep this close without their second and third best player. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but with the fact that it's going to be raining, I think one thing that you're going to have to look for is running. And Chubba Hubbard is the best running back in the Big 12. He's going to have a field day against this West Virginia team that struggles at tackling. The only people on this team that are good at tackling are the Sills brothers. Um, Not to mention that Norwood, I think, just got hurt, right? I didn't say anything about that. I mean, he might have. I don't know. Who's the cornerback for West Virginia that had the first interception? Josh Norwood. Norwood yeah. He's hurt. He's out for the year. He broke his collarbone. That's unfortunate. Yeah, so in other words, you're taking out your best cornerback. You're playing against Oklahoma State. Our defense is not that great. We're not. Our, our dude, line's we're not, good. Yeah, but like, if you run an outside zone and you're relying on the linebackers or the corners to make a play yeah, against Chubba Hubbard, OK State is going to have a field day. They're going to be keeping the ball out of West Virginia's hands. You're relying on Jared Dogie, Doggy, Daggy, whatever his name is, to have a game similar to the one that he had against Kansas State. That's not really all likely to happen. That's a game where nobody has any tape on him. You're running a brand new offense, essentially, because you have a new quarterback. Now, uh, Oklahoma State's going to have a little bit of film on you. They can prepare a little bit for you. I think West Virginia's not going to cover here. Texas A&M at Georgia. Georgia's the 13.5-point favorite. A&M's three losses this year, 14 to Clemson, 19 to Bama, with Tua, obviously, 8 to Auburn. All top 10 teams, all very good teams. 
I mean, you could say 19 is like a lot, but like they've all been close. They haven't I been agree. embarrassed. Yeah. Um, Georgia's offense has looked terrible. I like Texas A&M to stay within two touchdowns. I agree with you. Um, I was going to bring up the fact that Georgia will win this game. Like, you didn't really say that. Georgia will win this Probably. game. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Texas A&M's not going to score more than, like, 10 on them. What Georgia does very well, better than any team in the country, honestly, mm-hmm. is third down uh, percentage. Like, third down offensive percentages, they're the best in the country at it. Jake Fromm is, has the most passing yards on third down anybody oh, in the offensively? entire... offensively? Really? Jake Fromm has the most third down passing yards of anybody in the entire uh, college football World. I feel like they've never gotten a first down on first or second down though. They don't they because they run the ball. They like well they'll run the ball twice and then they just put the ball in Fromm's hand and say hey please make a play, and if he makes a play he looks like a god. If he doesn't make a play well he looks like South Carolina. Huh. And with Texas A and M having those big games this year, they obviously understand what playing a good team is like. So as you said, I think Texas A and M will cover. But Georgia will win. They're I, they're like ranked despite like because they just have a brutal schedule. I and they still have LSU after this. Yeah, that's I mean that's just like so bad. Hopefully their bowl game's a little easier. Michigan minus nine. It's gonna be the easiest game of the year. What? It's gonna be their easiest game of the year. Honestly, probably. <laughs> I mean, those are five like five of like the top. <laughs> they're ten, gonna play us. Maybe not Auburn, but like five of the like top like ten teams in the nation. Um, Michigan minus nine at Indiana. Michigan has been really good the past few weeks. I feel like people kind of wrote them off after the Wisconsin loss, but they, like, kicked Notre Dame's ass. They've been destroying teams. I like them to cover. I like Indiana, but, like, Michigan, like, I don't know. This seems like a 10-point game. Nine seems a little low, even on the road. Just There's such a talent discrepancy here. Indiana played Penn State, like, really well last week, but James Franklin's also, like, not a good head coach at all. When I was watching the game with, like, four drunk kids in uh, a Penn State apartment, we were yelling at the TV and honestly were having better ideas, I think, than James Franklin. But, hey, you know, that's just that, my own opinion. Regardless of what the fact is, Michigan is going to win this game. Indiana, as Mitch has said, is severely not as talented as Michigan. They're scrappy, but they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, a, good, good. they're a well-coached team. They're scrappy, but in terms of raw talent like Shea Patterson is more of an athlete than 90% of the Indiana defense that alone is going to be a problem in itself because he's going to be running the ball all over the place I think Michigan's going to win this game pretty easily and cover Texas at Baylor minus five and a half if Texas or if Baylor doesn't blow a 25 point lead last week this is probably a 10 point spread I was going to say 14 yeah it's it's only five and a half um I love Baylor here. Texas has been allowing 300 points a game. I think Baylor comes in fired up, wins by at least a touchdown. Baylor's going to kill them. I think I, think I don't so. even think this game is going to be close. Like Texas is probably not really f- – are they in bowl competition anymore? Yeah, I think they're 6-4. and four. Oh, they're 6-4? and four? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah, they have four like... losses. So that makes sense. Okay, so then they already have a bowl game. They're not getting into a good bowl I don't, game. If they want, if I mean, they'll have more than six wins, probably. Well, six wins gets you a bowl game. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I don't even know if they'll want to play a six-win bowl game because oh, they're gonna no. play like Western Michigan and like the like. Nobody's gonna play in that game. Like, if Ellinger was to go to the draft, which he's not. Like, yeah, he's coming. Yeah, back. he's coming back. But if he were, like, that's like one of those situations where like he just doesn't play. 
like Greerden playing ours yeah. last year. We actually played Syracuse too. Like, it was yeah, like I was just saying game. that was like a pretty decent game. It was just disappointing because we lost all the games at the end, but we sucked last year. Anyways, Oregon at ASU. Oregon's the fifteen point favorite. It's been like I don't know two or three weeks since we've picked the Pac twelve game, so I figured we were like kind of do. Um, Oregon still has a very good shot at the playoffs if they went out. Basically, just whether or not they beat Utah at the end of the year. I think they're going to come out and murder ASU here. They're 2-5 and five in Pac-12 play. They lost four straight. They haven't held to an opponent to under 30 in over a month. I like Oregon by at least 20. I was going to say, I didn't really think this game was going to be that close. Oregon's severely more talented than uh, ASU. Justin Herbert was projected to be the Heisman, going to be a first-round pick next year. Uh, as you said, Oregon's still fighting for a playoff spot. Arizona State is not. <laughs> I would say, yeah, probably not. So I think, as you said, Oregon's going to come out and just stomp on ASU. I thought it'd be more than 15, but I mean, I guess it's a night game. Like This, this is one of those that's like lock. Yeah, so, I mean, it seems like it. But it's a Pac-12, so you never know. But it's Oregon. My rule is they're the one exception. My rule has only led me astray like half the weeks. TCU at Oklahoma, minus 18.5. Massive win for Oklahoma last week. Similar to to Oregon, they're trying to run up the score, impress the committee, blah, 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 snag the fourth spot. Only problem is they can't seem to do that. They've been in, like, one-score games pretty much, like, all through conference play. And TCU is going to be fighting them hard the entire game. Exactly. TCU's defense is probably bad. Obviously, their offense. They have a true freshman at QB who's Max Duncan looking a little no, better. No way he's expecting anything out of the TCU offense. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like, I like 18 and a half. Oklahoma just hasn't been good like the past six weeks. Yeah, Hurts is always struggling for one of the halves for some reason. Like, one half he'll throw like three picks. The next half he'll rush for a touchdown and throw for four. So... If he can somehow make that into a full game, then, yeah, Oklahoma's going to kill TCU. But with that being said, he hasn't been able to do that in three weeks, four weeks, feels yeah, like. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. So I'm going to take TCU to cover. This is one of the ones I was really thinking about for a while because I can see Oklahoma just smacking TCU. 18 and a half is just so many points. Yeah, I know it's, it's the Oklahoma, Big 12. Like, their offense hasn't been good, though. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like we saw earlier in the year how explosive they were. CeeDee Lamb is one of the best wide receivers in the nation. He should be back this week. Jalen, yeah, week. Jalen Hurts is the second or third best quarterback, arguably, in the nation. Their defense looked decent in the beginning of the year. Recently, they were getting shredded by teams. So, like, if they can put together a, a good game, try to impress the committee, I could see Oklahoma steamrolling. But, as we were saying, that hasn't happened yet. I'm going to take TCU to cover, Oklahoma to win. In other news, update on the James Wiseman scenario. Um, so, I mean, if you didn't hear, he basically got money from Penny Hardaway before he was the head coach. It was a little under $1,200 as a loan. And then the NCAA is like, hey, you can't do that. So they took him out. Uh, he's supposed to be suspended all year. Instead, it's 12 games, and he's being forced to pay 11.5k to charity of his choice. Good news for fans. We get to see him play this season. He's probably a top three pick. Um, Memphis won't lose every single game. They have a fun team. That's also good news. Now that that's out of the way, this makes no sense. 
I don't know where he's getting this money from. The way I see it, there are two locations. Um, the first one is a booster, Memphis alumni, something local in Memphis, which the NCAA, like, hates. crack team of investigators will find out about in, like, three or four years. Literally everything about that is correct. Like, I understand this. It makes no sense. Literally no sense. It's because he got, like... Twelve hundred dollars. So well, it's he like, well, you it, was 12, it was twelve. It was twelve thousand dollars. There's twelve thousand. Oh, no, you said twelve hundred twice. Okay. He got twelve thousand dollars from Penny Hardaway to move him and his family out to Memphis or something like that prior to the start of the season, prior to Penny Hardaway being the coach. And yes, everything else you said is correct. And then, like, if it's not from a booster, he has to pay it, which puts a lot of pressure on him and his family. He's like, he's gonna be a millionaire in a few months, but right now he's. Just a broke college kid. Yeah, it's basically putting... Basically what the NCAA is doing is just like, hey, we're going to put your family in a really rough spot for the next year. Get over it. It's like, what? Makes no sense, but... I mean, NCAA looks like a clown here. Like, it's not... I'm just trying to figure out, like, when does he have to pay the money by? Because, like, if he can pay it next year, well, then that's fine. I kind of of like this move by the NCAA then. Yeah, Because it's like, all right, like, you got... You got a 12,000... Look, you're not supposed to do that. Here's a slap on the wrist. You're out for 12 games. Like obviously, that's a portion of the season that you can't, that you don't want to miss. But it's not March Madness. You're still gonna make it to the tournament. Hopefully, but yeah. but when you make it to the NBA and you get your millions of dollars, give 12 grand of that to charity. From my understanding, from what I read, was it's like before he can play. That's the yeah. That's that's the thing. That's but just like, stupid. It's very dumb. Um, it's not like, hey, if you do steroids, you're suspended 12 games and you, like, have to give out steroids. Like, you don't just give it back. Like, it's – that makes no sense. I, I don't know. It does not – The NCAA is, is a bunch of clowns. Clown. Um, in other news, I guess college football players getting death threats is still a thing in 2019. Um shocker. QB Sean Clifford had a rough game against Minnesota. Which he did throw for 350 yards, but he had three interceptions, and they lost. Uh, he had to delete all his social media because he was getting, like, tough-to-read messages and DMs, a lot of which were, like, nasty death threats, stuff like that. Penn um, State fans, they're the classiest. I would never expect this out of them. It's insane, dude. The worst thing – well, I mean, like, the worst thing is, like, the death threats, obviously. But the, the next worst thing is, like, he's actually been filthy this year. He's 11th in QBR as a sophomore in the fucking Big Ten. Yeah. Which is, like, the hardest. Well, maybe SEC, but, like, it's one of the hardest conferences to play in. Big Ten always has tough defense every year. Exactly. Like, there's SEC has better, like, balanced teams. There, yeah, 10, there's a like, reason that the Big Ten is known for ground and pound, low-scoring games. It's because the defense is so good you can't throw on them. And this guy is 11th in the nation in QBR. It's ridiculous. If I'm like arguably a top ten QB in the country and I'm getting death threats on a nine and one team, I would want to transfer. I don't like if I'm a recruit and come I to see West Virginia. That, I would love in West Virginia, but like if I'm a recruit and I see that, I'm not going to Penn State. No, I would like, never. The fans are fucking. Crazy. Dude, this is def- Remember the earlier in the year when that one fan wrote in and was like, "I hate your dreads and like I hate like all this about you." Yeah, that was. It's, like, it's definitely like, like the same fan on like twenty seven like burner accounts, <laughs> just like fuck you, Sean Clifford. It's like I don't know. You're still nine and one. Like you lost on the road to an undefeated. The team. only thing, the only good thing about you is that you're white and then you have clean hair. <laughs> That's what this guy's fucking writing in. That I mean, 
If I got that, I, that would be kind of be funny. If Clifford's like, like, like in his, like in the closet, like, oh god, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> um, last thing that we're gonna talk about before we do uh, picks for next week is, I really want to start doing parlays. It's a bad idea, but hear me out. I'm not been having success with them. Hear me out. So there is a 22 year old who turned a hundred dollars. Into seventeen thousand two hundred and twenty dollars, all because he picked an eighteen parlay. The parlay wasn't the most difficult thing that he picked. Let's hear it. Florida Gators minus seven versus Missouri. He picked Missouri. Not bad. Georgia versus Auburn. Georgia was minus three, I believe. Two and a half, I think. When we picked those two and a half, like obviously the lines moved around, but here I gotta figure out. He might have got a different. Oh, okay, so here you go. So I'm sorry. Florida Gators versus Missouri minus seven. He picked Florida. Georgia minus three. He picked Georgia. Alabama minus nineteen. Wisconsin minus fourteen. Michigan minus thirteen and a half. Boise State is the only one on here where I was like, "This is one game that I know nothing about." They're good this year. Yeah, but like, I was just like Boise State minus twenty seven and a half versus New Mexico. Was like the was like the one shaky uh, one I that like I didn't know anything about. I don't know. New Mexico came out this year. <laughs> Oregon was a minus twenty seven favorite versus Arizona. He got that one, and then Notre Dame minus seven and a half versus Navy. He got that one. All those games that I just listed. I mean, they're all. Those all just spreads. It wasn't. Yeah, all just spreads. I usually do money lines, but again, I'm not having success, so maybe don't do that. So I mean, like, this wasn't the most difficult eight team parlay. I mean, like, all of these, I would have... I think I did pick all of these. Outside of Boise State, because, like, I just knew nothing about them, I would even yeah, I would even act like I knew that. Picking. Unless you're, like, watching it. But, like, realistically, like, what's hard about this one? He picked Florida Gators minus seven against Missouri. Easy. That's not, that's not a difficult thing. He picked Georgia minus three versus Auburn. That's just a toss-up. Who's going to win? Alabama minus 19 versus Mississippi State. Come on. That's an easy one. Yeah. Wisconsin minus 14 versus Nebraska. I could have told you that. We, I did tell you that, actually. Michigan minus 13 and a half versus Michigan State. I did tell you that. That was, like, the easiest fucking pick ever. Like, Boise, Michigan State's yeah. so bad. Then there was a the Boise State game. Again, know nothing about. Oregon minus 27 versus Arizona. That's, like, a, that's like a toss-up in the air again, but... I. I would have picked Oregon. Notre Dame, minus seven. We did pick Notre Dame. We could have got this parlay. We should have we should have done it. We could have got know why this. This is easy. Easy money. We should do one this week. I do a parlay. How much money know. do I have next to me? Here's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a parlay. Let's, let's make it happen. Next up we have starting five. This week's starting five is blue things. It can be blue, has blue in the name. Um, Yada, yada, Just anything similar to being blue. You go first. We haven't done this in like two weeks. Yeah, I'll go first. Sure, that means you get second too. I mean, the first pick's big. Damn, I didn't want this pressure on me. A lot of pressure. But I'm going with my childhood. Ooh. Sesame Street. Sorry that I had to take this one first, but... uh. Cookie Monster. Um, yeah. You're coming with me. All-time favorite blue thing, Cookie Monster. Um, when I think of blue, I think water. 
I'm 80% water. I love myself. Water. Second, pi- so with, I'm going to put water at center because it takes up a lot of space. Um, at point guard, Cookie Monster's scrappy. He's a point guard. Cookie Monster's a point guard. He's scrappy. He's a big ass point guard. I need Patrick Beverly like point guard out there. If you got Cookie Monster, clamps. I'm gonna go small and try and dominate in the full court offense. My favorite blue, well, not my favorite actually. The second pick, Blues Clues, the little Damn, dog. Damn, pick that one later. I so feel here's like your he's point a good guard. Ball handler. Yeah. See, here's the thing though. I'm like the I'm like the Sixers. Ben Simmons is the Cookie Monster. Just gonna post up Blues, post up Blues clues. Well, I got water. Like, how do you get score on water? And again, it's not on basketball scale. Just to reiterate that, but like my team's better at basketball scale. <laughs> um. So I get two picks. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with. Uh, summertime when you need that little flavored ice. You remember like those like straw flavored ice things? Yes. The blue flavor was always the best flavor. Just an icy. It's not really an icy, cause like when I think icy. Freezy pop. Yeah, it's kind of like a freezy, okay, pop. freezy pop. It like it kind of looks like a straw. It's like a see through, like plastic thing, yeah, and like the I inside was a like, green or red or I blue. I think we called them freezy pops in New York. I, I called them uh, flavored ice or something like that, whatever. But oh, the blue geez. one, the blue one was always the best one. It smacked differently. It's yeah, I agree. Uh, then my other one, my second pick. Yikes, this is going to be tough. I'm going to go with Blue Man Crew. Electric. Blue Man Man Group. Blue Man Group. I've seen them three times. They're an electric factory. I've seen them once. They're an electric factory. Every time when I went there, it was one of the honestly coolest experiences of my life. I went twice. I went once when I was younger, like with my parents. Yeah. Once like on a trip when I was younger. And then I went for my senior trip. So, like, I went once, like, and then, like, I was forced to go twice. So, I, I don't, like, I'm not obsessed with them. I didn't want to see them three times. It just happened. I saw it once. If, you ha- if you're going to see them one time, do it. It's, it's like, cool. They, they, like, don't have ears, too. It's super weird. Yeah, like, look at up a picture of them. The, their ears are, like, covered. I think they have, like, like a bald cap or something. Um, super weird, but. Electric factory. My next blue, blueberry. I feel like it's the most iconic blue food. I'm going to put that... Oh, I got a small lineup. I'll put that at Shooting Guard. <laughs> and then... At Power Ford, I'll do Twitter. Ah, Twitter's a good one. I didn't even think about Twitter. Alaco's on on Twitter. I feel like it's a good passer because it can handle a lot of things. See, that's stupid of me because I, th- I was debating if I wanted to do Facebook, but I didn't think about Twitter. Yeah, Facebook over Twitter would be. I mean, you can still take Facebook. I'm not I feel taking like Facebook. Twitter's gonna dominate Facebook. In yeah, the post. It definitely will. I might take Facebook too and just get two social medias. <laughs> it's the way the league's going, anyways. Yeah, no. <laughs> you gotta adapt. Uh, so do I have two picks to close it out? Uh, then I have two more, but yeah, you have two, then one, right? I have three picks already. Well, oh, we gotta six. get six. You need a six man. God, I forgot like, about that. Cookie Monster's injury prone, so if he gets hurt, who's who's coming in? I hear you. He eats cookies all day. Of course he's going to so have it's, a So bone. it's my pick right now? Yes. Right, I'm going to go with Blue Moon, the beer. Okay, that's my favorite beer. It's also my favorite beer. I hate beer, and it's one of the only ones that I can put down 
really easily, honestly. Yeah, so I'm that's going with the blue man. This one's a little bit of a different one. I'm going to go with the feeling after the betting blues. Okay. So basically when you're on that cold run and like you're not hitting anything, that's like one of the worst feelings. That's the betting blues. Never experienced that. <laughs> yeah, right. Have <laughs> fun betting on the Knicks again. Anyways. Whoa. Um but that's that just like feeling, donating money. That's not betting. That feeling once the Knicks finally cover a 17-point spread and lose by 16, that's the best feeling because you finally did it. You outdid the odds. You finally won a game. So that's mine. My f- – what do I have left? Small forward? Sure. That's <laughs> – <laughs> The positions are important. That small forward, this is this is gonna be outdated very soon, but I'm gonna go with not Sonic the Hedgehog, but Sonic memes. Because you know the movies coming out, they have all the and memes. they actually they actually have a good guy like a good character now. Yeah, but like I'm drafting the memes. Of course, they're gonna play small forward. I don't really know what you definitely just wanted to include a picture of the bad Sonic in your graphic. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it was. Okay. And as six man, do a hard alcohol. I can't drink anymore because of too many rough nights. UV blue. Shit's disgusting. That's gonna wrap up my team. Well, it's like it's good when you're younger until you realize like it's like terrible. It's good starting out though because it kind of just tastes like Kool Aid and like puke. Oh, yeah, that's good. As that's opposed good. to, like, like vodka, it's tough to drink when you're young. Sorry, I guess I wasn't a bitch growing up. Anyways, my last pick, I believe. Or do I have two? Yeah, this is your last one. Uh, yeah. Honorable mention, Dory. Dory? Finding, ne- finding Nemo, finding Dory. Okay. I'm going with Dory. Who is she going to guard? She's too small. Blue. Blue? Who's, well, Blue who? Everyone on my Blue's team Clues. Blue. Blue's Clues, okay. Not Blueberries. Maybe blueberries. Blueberries are small. They are small, but fish are mobile. <laughs> um, next up, we're not doing this next week because we're on Thanksgiving break and Thank it's just going to be way too difficult. But we have little like preview for because week thirteen's a ma- or week fourteen's fourteen. Yeah, fourteen's a massive 14. week. We got Ohio State at Michigan. No spread yet. Um, I think Ohio State's probably going to win this by 10-plus. Harbaugh can't win any. Yeah, so let's say, like, what we think the line's going to be. Okay. And then let's just say, like, who you think's going to win. So what was the first matchup that you said? Ohio State versus Ohio State at Michigan. At Michigan. I'm going to say that the spread's going to be, like, um, plus 14. It's at it's at Michigan. So. I was thinking, like, 9.5-10. If it's, like, close. Like, if, if we assume Ohio State wins by 18... Like, which is, like, the spread for the Penn State game. I'd say, like, 9.5-10, but, like, I could easily see it being higher. I can see it being about 14 only because Penn State beat Michigan earlier in the year. Yeah. And if they have an 18-point spread, then I was going to say, like, Michigan, I think, is a better team than Penn State currently is. So I was going to go with, like, a 14. Not, yeah. like, completely cut it in half, go with, like, that little middle ground. I think uh, Ohio State's going to win regardless. That's going to be a crazy game at Michigan. It's going to be a really good I game. I don't think that's the Harbaugh never wins that game. Yeah, I don't think they have any. No, Har- Harbaugh has no chance. Next one, Bama at Auburn. I actually saw on Twitter, the spread for this right now is Bama minus two and a half. 
basically a toss-up. There's no Tua, and it's at Auburn. Um, I don't. I don't really know. I. It's gonna be weird seeing Bama's offense without him. I want to say Auburn's gonna win. I I don't hate Auburn. This game's closer every year just due to the fact that it is the Iron Bowl. Like that cannot be stressed they enough. Beat them what? Like two, three years ago. I want to say three years ago, and yeah, then Bama took the last good. two. I remember this game last year, and I said the exact same thing, and Bama just like steamrolled Auburn. But Auburn wasn't nearly the team that they were this year. This year they've been close in a lot of games. They played a lot of good teams. I think Auburn's going to take this one without Tua. It's going to be really tough for Bama to move the ball, and Auburn's just going to somehow win. I'd take Auburn plus two and a half. Yeah, I take I take it too. Um, Wisconsin at Minnesota. This one's tough. This could be like I don't really know who's going to be the favorite here. Wisconsin at Minnesota. Wisconsin's been bad recently, but they're definitely like. I'm gonna say a Minnesota favorite by like. Three, four was, and a half. Yeah, I was thinking like between like two and five. That's about right. I think Minnesota's gonna win that game though. Probably, yeah. I mean, Wisconsin just hasn't like. I think teams realize. Like, I think teams realize like they can't really throw it like unless they have like ten people in the box. So they just put like nine people in the box and then they can't do anything. Yeah, Wisconsin started off so good this year. I remember, I remember we were talking about their defense being one of the best defenses of all time. Because, like, the first, like, five games, they shut out, like, four people. They're allowing, like, four points a game. And, like, like, three three yards a game. It was fun. But it's just a different team now. They don't have the same intensity. I think they're getting exposed a little bit on their schemes. Minnesota, P.J. Fleck, obviously a great coach. He's going to find a way to win that game and find a way to, you know, put eight players in a box and remove Jonathan Taylor. Nine players in a box. I think the winner of this is in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, the winner of this is in the Big Ten Championship, and then the winner, uh, if Michigan finds a way, if Michigan finds a way to beat Ohio State, I think Michigan gets into the Big Ten Championship too. Ohio State would have to lose twice though, because Michigan has two losses. Okay. In that case, yeah. So if Ohio State loses, I don't know. And Bama has to win if they want to be in the SEC Championship. LSU has to lose also because they're undefeated. I thought Georgia has to lose. Georgia's in the. The SEC East. I thought Georgia and Bama were in the same one. It's Georgia no, and LSU. Georgia and Florida and then LSU, Bama. Georgia and Florida. That's what it is. But gotcha. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I not the best week for games, but hey, we'll get through it. Thanks. We'll find a way to get through it. <laughs> Have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, something like that. Love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>